Hey, and welcome to episode 76 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies, and TV. With me, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, discussing the hot topics from the last few weeks. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern, and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and whichever other podcast platform you can find us on. And if you want to send us your comments, uh, questions, or feedback, uh, you can do so through the Google form, which is linked in the podcast information blurb. Ollie, hello. Hello. How's it going? It's... It's the weekend. It's Saturday. It is. In, it is Saturday. It's a it's it a is. lovely day. It's, it's and it is. It is a strike day. Yes. No. So movement. I'm trapped at home. Do not move. Do not pass no. go. Do not well, go. I was supposed Do to be going move. down to Portsmouth, and uh, for Mother's Day, because it's Mother's Day tomorrow. But yes. there are no trains. That is unfortunate. So that sucks. We so I went, then went for a walk. We all. Yeah. How was your How was your walk? Where'd you go? Walked around Greenwich and came back, and that was it. Oh, I mean, Greenwich, which now has a whole new meaning for me because I've been watching the the rewatching once again the MCU movies, um, and I forgot that Greenwich is in the ending to uh, Thor: Dark World. Yes, I've heard <laughs> about it. I was like, yeah. Oh shit! This is this is famous now. Yeah. Oh, I've been here. Yeah, I've been in the movie. Um, yeah. So it's it's um it's it's been a thing. Um, I don't, well, my brain's gone blank um shall i go through the agenda yes yeah yeah okay it's, it's so been this a bit week... of a slow week it's been a bit of a slow month it has. for like news it has. yeah well i guess it, we're ramping up to that that period that's normally the e3 uh, window but mm. now that e3's not got anyone going to it yeah <laughs> it's just interesting to see what they do because there's no one there yeah it's just going to be like one like third party company or something what first you on one I know, I know. I'm trying not to. I just come out from my walks. I'm a bit, I'm a bit, uh, a bit knackered. Anyway, right, so this right. week we're going to talk about Persona Five: The Phantom X, um, Ghostwire Tokyo launching on Xbox next month with the new Spider's Thread update, mm-hmm. uh, Tekken Eight versus Street Fighter Six. Let's talk. Oh yeah. Uh, that new Square Enix NFT game. Oh god. Uh, Diablo uh, Four beta impressions. Uh, Starfield has now been confirmed as coming in September, mm-hmm. which is Bethesda's new game. Uh, Wargroove 2 got announced and I think is out or it's on its way soon. Yeah, I think um, it's still in development. Is that true? But... It's okay. still in development. I don't know. I, I just keep, read. Keep going. Well, I know that you like those games, so I put, I put that in there for you. Yeah. Uh, Scream 6, and then we're going to have a long conversation about The Last of Us series, uh, which is going to come with some pretty heavy ending spoilers for The Last of Us Season 1. So if you've not played the game or you haven't watched the show and you don't want to be spoiled on it, I would suggest at that point we will give you warning when we talk about it, but I would suggest. Cutting off and going to watch a slightly less cool podcast or, or listen to. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Ollie, what have you been playing or watching or doing? Right. So, because it's, we've been in a bit of a drought period with games, like, I haven't found any games that I really want to play. So, I've been playing a lot of weird games or, like, trying out a lot of weird things. So, uh, to top off the list, I went, I, I've, I've went back and I kind of got stuck back into, like, Counter-Strike Surfing. And when I'm like addicted to surfing again, I know that means that basically there's nothing to do. Like I, I, I have Strike nothing. Counter Strike surfing. Do. Yes, surfing. What does that mean? So in count, I'm playing Counter Strike, but I'm not playing like the shooting Counter Strike. No, 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 no. I'm going into custom maps, and there's these like triangle ramps. Like, it, like they're literally like to- imagine a Toblerone on its side. Right. I always am. That's my yeah, like, yeah. constant presence in my brain. Exactly. It's like Toblerone yeah. shaped objects and what you do is you slide down one of the sides of the Toblerone 
and it causes you to gain lots of speed, and then you basically, like, air strafe through the air, and you kind of, like, travel between different ramps, and you kind of finish maps. It's kind of like, um, it turns basically the game into, like, a platformer, essentially. Uh, and I've been doing this since I was, like, 13, so, like, I I love it. It's, like, a thing that I, I am addicted to, and, like, I always, it's really chill. Like, it's a great thing to just do, to, like, spend a lot of time doing, and just like you just watch something or listen to a podcast in the background or you listen to the weirdest chats you've ever heard between people in a surf server it's like okay this this sounds like power wash simulator like in terms of yes it's something to just turn your brain off to yes exactly yes it, it, that okay. is exactly what it is but you're in a but it's a multiplayer experience so like you're in a and you know you can't really interact with each other like you can't even like you know you can't kill each other you can't there's no collision you can just see other people right you can just see other people surfing but it's just lots of people voice chatting and chatting about random shit in in these rooms and it's really fun like especially at 3 a.m it's very funny the kinds of things that you just hear people talking about um i don't know what to say to any of this yeah it's weird <laughs> I'm, man. I'm, I'm glad that you found something to kind of yeah absorb into but, especially during what is a little bit of a gaming round yeah anyway so, so like so that was happening because i was playing that and strive and I, like guilty gear strive and i was like okay i have nothing to do so i was gonna so i just went back and i was like all right i'm gonna try and get back into some other games so i went like okay uh, I guess I'm going to try Terraria. So I launched Terraria for like three hours, and I was like, ah, yeah, it's it's Terraria. And then, like, because I get really invested, I'm like, oh, I'm going to start playing Terraria. And then I start playing it, and I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be like 100 hours. So then I stopped yeah. playing it. And then I opened I up that Va- recently, actually. And, yeah. And, and, then, oh. and then, like, other games, like, I opened up Valheim, and I was like, oh, I'm going to start playing Valheim again. And then I started playing Valheim, and I was like, yep, killed the first boss. And I was like, ah, yeah, now there's this big, big, big treadmill to go through. And I was like, now the time right. sink lands. Yeah. Well, you know, just, just, just what you mentioned. Sorry, my voice went was squeaky then. Um, you mentioned Terraria. Did you play the other one, Starbound? Yes, I was one of the original backers for Starbound back uh, in the I, day. I, I played Starbound more than I played Terraria, just just purely because of the music. But I, mm. I really like. I just wondered if you played it because it was. It's one of those games that no one seems to talk about. I think it was. So it had like really good things going for it, and I think it was a really cool idea, and it looked great. The problem with Starbound is that it, the one thing it was missing that Terraria had was like in Terraria you have a base, like, and Starbound yeah. doesn't really have that because you're traveling between planets. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. uh you're not building you're exploring exactly right no and idea. yeah at that point it's like well i mean it you know it's kind of like 2d no man's sky at that point right yeah in a way yeah so um but i thought it was cool and it was like one of chucklefish's first games which was really cool mm. as well um but yeah apart from that i played another platformer with, this only took up like five hours of my time to complete because it was quite short uh, a game called Entropoly came out recently, which is basically if you took Super Smash Bros. Melee, the movement it was it's, it's very clearly made by someone who played a lot of Super Smash Bros. Melee. So like you took Super Smash Bros. Melee's movement, specifically if you played as a as Fox, and then you attached that to Celeste and Dust Force, and then made it into like a platformer. So and <laughs> yeah, it looks very psychedelic and crazy. No, but but that's, it's that really sounds fun. like a 
That sounds like an Oli ass game. Yeah, it was. It, it's yeah. it's an Oli ass game, and it reminded yeah. me how much fun it was to play like competitive Smash without having to play competitive Smash, and also because it's more accessible than competitive Smash. Because it's like, look, you don't need to be frame perfect with everything. We'll just like you know, we'll give you because obviously it's not a competitive thing. It's single player, so like we'll just let you do what you want, like get what you want without having to be as precise as you normally needed to be, which is great for me because I loved it. So. um yeah, it just it just reminded me how much fun it was to play those games and to like move around. Um, it's also weird because you have like a full Smash Bros. move set, but like you're just attacking cubes. It's like, do you remember Break the Targets in Smash? Yes. It's dun, basically dun, that. Dun, 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 dun. I yeah. remember the music that every time I hear yeah. it. Like, oh. Yeah. Um, it's basically just Break the Targets. You remember the Mario one? I could never do his targets. Oh I just, yeah, I was just never good at getting that, like the double jump and then the wall jump. Was, like, the side, yeah, that was it. The, the the side kick into a wall jump you had to do. Yes, yeah. Like because you had to do a, you had to go like a few more frames to the right off his second jump. Yep, yep. By using his little kick, and and I just could never do it. I hated that. Oh, so good. Oh. But like, it yeah. So, so imagine if that was the whole game. So it's like you have one character, but it's lots of different um, break the targets levels, and then each there's like five different worlds, and each world introduces like a new mechanic. So like for example, and it's all based around like elements. So there's like earth, water, air, fire, and mind because they ran out. But um, the so for example, you know like the fire level introduces like these orbs that if you hit, it will like bounce you off, and then you like it creates momentum. So, like, to go through levels, you have to, like, basically just, like, uh, like kick a bunch of orbs that will send you flying across the map and then, like, hit a target as you're flying and things like that. It's really fun and satisfying. I imagine, I imagine if you play, if you tried to play it without having played Smash Bros. before, I'd be interested to see, like, how people find it. But it's quite cheap on Steam. I think it was, like, six, six to seven pounds or something. Um, and it's, like, five hours long. But it has, like, custom maps and stuff as well. So people will make, probably make content for it. Um, but yeah, really fun. Would recommend it. Um, and then, oh, me and my partner played through a game called Kingdom Two Crowns as well. Which is... Never heard of it. Yeah, it's... Uh, um, she got recommended it by another friend. And um, it's, like, a co-op game. But it's, like... It's, it's, this, it's this first time I've played this kind of genre of game. Where it's, like... Um, Imagine it's a city builder, right? So you're creating... It's purely 2D and pixel art, and it's from, like, a Terraria perspective, so side-on. Um, you play as a monarch who rides around on a horse, and your only way of interacting with the world is paying for stuff. So you have a bag of money, okay. and you walk near things, and when you walk near something you can interact with, it, like, asks you for... Coin, like a certain number of coins and you pay it right so for example uh the your, your home base like you start with a campfire you put three coins at the campfire it turns into a tent you know uh you find like camps of people who are wandering around like looking for work essentially and you give them money and then they come and join your camp and they work for you it's like oh you can then turn them into like builders and archers and things like that and it's the, that's basically the only way you can interact with anything. Like, there's enemies and stuff, you can't attack them. You have to hire people to attack them for you because all you can do is drop money. You can drop money onto the ground and the enemies will pick it up and then leave you alone. Which is weird. But like, yeah, it's... <laughs> and, yeah, it's like a weird... But it's very chill. Like, it's very... It, and it's like, it's tower defensey in the sense that like, uh, you, there's like a day-night cycle in the night you get attacked, so you have to make sure that you have like your walls built and stuff like that. And the idea is that there's different islands and you have to try and get to like the ends of the map 
in terms of like the world like you know the edge of the map the edge of the map there's where the enemy spawners are and you basically just have to like clear the island by slowly like expanding your base and like you know knocking down trees and stuff like that and then setting up farms so that you can collect money and then blah 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 blah, blah. But yeah it's very chill and very like uh turn your brain off kind of game um but it's weird because it's like the first time i played a game like this which is like a city builder strategic kind of thing but it's like i literally can't interact with it in the way that i want the only way i can interact with it is like through money it's like you know you can't even see how many people you have in your town you can't see how many builders versus farmers versus archers you have like it's just like they try to like casualize it so much to a point where i'm like you know it's it's kind of interesting in that way um but yeah if you're it looking for definitely a very sounds like game, your kind of game yeah like... if it's very chill i'll say that it's very 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 chill uh and it was pretty it's pretty fun to play co-op as well so like um i guess it's kind of like a good game for if you're trying to play a game with people who don't play mini games as well um because there's not really combat or like uh well there is combat but you don't really do anything in it you just kind of like watch <laughs> and you just run and then if your your soldiers die you just run away because you can't fight so like um actually saying that i i haven't found a good tower defense game in a long time and i used to love like do you remember elemental td do you know that dude game? elemental td is the best tower defense it really all is time there but which version is i'm interested to know where you played elemental t okay like where, where was your where was your home for that game? i played many different versions the first one i played was the warcraft 3 version but then i ended up playing the starcraft 2 version okay okay starcraft that's that's where i was playing it like, yeah, i played yeah, yeah. warcraft 3 like once and i was like this is cool but i yeah. only discovered it um after starcraft 2 came out yes yeah and then i was like oh there's a version of starcraft 2 so i'll play that and the starcraft 2 one i put thousands it's so good game. man it was it's such so good... moorish as well so did you know that the team made th their own standalone version yep yeah yeah, yep. yeah. except yep. for i know the whole law yeah <laughs> I've, i i have it i ha i played it like a few times when it first came out but i haven't gone back because it was in very a very very early access back then i wonder if there's actually people playing it but um yeah element td is great uh i, I remember they, they went through that whole process of trying to release it as a standalone game and it didn't particularly get much traction no unfortunately like, yeah. i didn't follow it from the point where it became a standalone because you can still play in starcraft 2 yes like i still have starcraft 2 installed because let's be honest starcraft 2's arcade is fucking phenomenal oh it's great yeah. like absolutely phenomenal it, it, even if you don't like starcraft 2 which which funnily enough obviously I, I have the whole starcraft series i only played like the first game and a little bit of um heart of the swarm yeah and then I just went straight back into the arcade, and I was yep. like, you know what? I like playing Star Jeweled. I like playing yeah. um, the little like adventure games where you play as like a hero and you yes. just go out and 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 like, the zombie attack games, all those kind of things. Yeah, the RPGs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. There was Marine Marine Arena was really fun. Oh, Marine like, Arena. Yeah, oh. yeah. You just make and there was, all, there was also. Marines. Do you remember? Was it called Income Wars? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I loved Income Wars. Yeah. Ollie, I didn't know that you were into all this stuff. Dude, I love. Dude, I a secret past here. I, dude, I grew up with like Brood War custom maps, and then like I in uni. I think to... you're like nine years old. Yeah. That's this is it. This is me. I no. made I made Brood War custom maps. I didn't even have the. No, you weren't I didn't born play then. Online. I didn't even play online. I just played locally with friends. Like we would just find maps online and just download them and then like like <laughs> just play them locally, you know. No, like... you weren't born then. I don't believe this. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't alive. You didn't even know that the world existed at that point. You were just a thought. Ah, oh, dude. Um, but yeah, like, no, so run, I... run, run, Kitty, run in Warcraft Three, which is like. 
a fever dream <laughs> of like a thing. I mean, I remember playing Dota in Warcraft Three. Yeah, Dota, like, right? And not knowing what I, what I was playing, I was just oh, it's just kind of fun. I like the uh, the three lane setup. This is this is cool. It's interesting, yeah. And then there's like a massive genre. There was Aeon of Strife as well. I think in Starcraft. Is it in Starcraft Two? Which was like this was before Dota Two came out. It was possibly. Yeah. I mean, don't don't forget as well. Most of the card games started in Warcraft Three as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like. I remember, oh, wow. yeah, like, I used to play loads of them, man. Like, LETD was the fucking best. Um, I mean, I guess the only really tower defense games people play nowadays, like, I see that's, like, mega popular is, like, Bloons, I guess, or, like, mobile games. Yeah, I know you play that a lot, yeah. but it, that wasn't for me. Bloons, I think Bloons is really good. I think it's, like, pretty chill. I think, um, but yeah, I mean, LETD was the best, but the problem is I don't think it adapts, is that you could probably play it very well on a mobile device. Um, but yeah. Uh, also, sorry, just to finish off, one more game I've been playing, uh, been playing Fortnite, just because it's fun. I've been tempted to go back into it since the Unreal updates. Dude. Because apparently it's like transforming constantly now, the game It's really good. It's, it's just a lot of fun, man. I'm playing it on Xbox and and PC. Pardon? Well, there's like katanas and all that yes. kind of stuff in it now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the new update came out, which added like a huge cyberpunk city and there's like grind rails and shit like that around it. Um. So that's that. I'm very into the aesthetic. They added, like, basically they've gone full weeb. So, like, there's now the thing called the kinetic blade, which is basically the new traversal item. So it's like you, you basically right, you sorry, your left click is just like normal slashes that knock people back, but then your right click is like the anime, like you sheath the sword and then you dash forward. Yeah, I've seen but, it. I've yeah. seen videos of it. it but looks, you can it use so it. Cool. You can just use it to traverse around the map as well. So like. Um, <laughs> Dude, it's, it, dude, Fortnite's so much fun, man. I, I can't... Fortnite's just become, like, such a bizarre entity in the world. Yeah. Like, and It's almost like it's its own... It, I mean, it's not its own genre, but it's, it's, it's heading that way. Yeah. Like... Oh, it's so weird. It's, it's own... Uh, and, like, now, I think the mid-season thing is they're adding... There's, like, an Attack on Titan crossover as well. So they're going to add the, like, you know, the... I think it's basically the next version of the Spider-Man... Uh, web slinger thing, so it's like the Attack on Titan, like uh, what's it called, the, the ODM, the, the, like the, the rigs, gear, the rigs. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was like the the, the <laughs> grappling hooks that come off of like the your hips and then like yeah, yeah. propel you forward and stuff. So that's gonna be crazy when they add that to the game because the movement is gonna go hog wild. So well, um, it's going vertical again, isn't it? Like it did with yeah. the swingy stuff, which was a lot of fun actually. I really enjoyed the web slinging. Yeah. Uh, so cool. is it still in there? Is the thing is still in there? No. So I think I don't think the the grappling hook is in. But I mean, I guess when the Attack on Titan thing comes in, that will be the new web slinging, I guess. Um, but yeah, right now the only movement thing you have is the sword, like the the right click of the sword to get around. Um, it does feel like what's weird is that when I play on PC, I am only playing against humans, so I have a harder time. And on Xbox, even though I'm playing on the same account, on Xbox it's like 20% of the lobby is humans. Like when you get to like the last 20, it's like all humans, but everyone else, like all the other 80 people are bots. That's what it feels like. But I'm not sure. Because I watch some people mm. run around and I'm like, man, I don't think you're a human. <laughs> well, I think the console bots are coded differently to the PC bots. Yes. I think the PC bots are more accurate. Yeah, the I, I don't. I mean, I have no basis other than just observation on that one. But Mm-mm-mm. like, you... I think that maybe it would make sense as well. Yeah. Either way, it makes the game very satisfying to play. I think I'm. I'm at this. I mean, I also I'm old enough now where I've come over the hump, and I'm like, if you fill my game with bots, I don't really care. 
it's just it feels good to shoot more fun people. to me yeah that's what i mean like i get kills like it feels good so people just piss me off because as soon as you go up against a person they suddenly build venezuela in front of you in oh, half a yeah. second i'm just like okay this isn't going to be a fun engagement like, yeah that just annoys me I'm, that does i'm specifically playing the zero build mode because i know like i i know that if i play the build mode i will start investing time into getting good with yeah. like the building i'm like i don't I, I don't as you can hear from my my rant i am trying to avoid time sinks <laughs> so. yeah and unfortunately fortnite does become a bit of a time sink but it's also one of those like games where you, you can like pick it up and play for a few days solid and then forget about it yeah that's and then come back in a month like yeah that's basically what i'm doing i'm basically just waiting until the like i've got a basically a new game coming out each month for the next yeah. four five months so well, um, the next anyway. few months are kind of packed up but yeah okay sorry i was gonna say we sh what, what have you been playing and watching i took up so much time i'm sorry <laughs> but... uh, i mean it's good because it's not much on my side i've been sort of picking through my xbox backlogs you know i bought all those games yes. and didn't really play them so i started with kingdom hearts one and forgot how janky the combat system in that game was but just how <laughs> irritating the mechanics were in that game yeah like how badly uh coded the jumping mechanics are so you like have to land on a platform but you have to land exactly on the platform otherwise you'll fall off it or oh, like there's a lot of sliding and like it, it's 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 like 90s game mechanics is what it is but it does look stunning in in like the full hd uh, widescreen yeah so i've been playing a little bit of that um playing a bit more of the app rhythm because uh, that game is oh yeah so good yeah. i mean it's literally just a music rhythm action game but it, it's all fun and fancy music so and they're releasing uh, like the DLC, because you know I paid for the Mega Edition. Mm. The DLC that I paid for is slowly being released now, and it's coming out of the next year. And they just released a series of tracks for a game called "The World Ends with You." Oh yeah. yeah and I thought the music was trash, but everyone else was like, "This music's bangers!" And I'm like, oh, "Is it?" it <laughs> I think people. Like to me. I think people like that game a lot. Yeah, they also love the music, and I, I get it. But the music really is just bad noise to me for that mm. for that game. Um, what else have been playing? Uh, I, so I've been sort of like flicking between a few games, a little bit more Hogwarts Legacy. Um, still good, just it's just more of the same. It's very Ubisoft in that you have to go out, pick like a tower or an area, and then suddenly you populate the map with icons and you go and get the icons. Um, the magic system and combat system is, is just brilliant in that game. I love it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's Hogwarts Legacy. We've talked about that enough. Uh, what else am I playing? I'm also playing There's something. Oh, Mario Kart! The DLC came out. The the new tracks, and they're actually good. Oh yeah, I saw. Actually good. good. Like it's huh. it's uh, so. I mean, there's two tracks that are, are shite, but they're like the tours tracks. But then the rest of them, there's also a couple of tracks that from tour that are good. They're really good, especially the Yoshi's Island one because um, so the Yoshi's Island one uses music from the Yoshi's Island SNES game. Loads of references to the game, like all around the map. Like it's really really vibrant and bright and full as opposed to some of the other dlc tracks where they've been quite sparse yeah and quite quite like hand, like dialed in um this one dialed in is that the one looking for they sort of called it in so not dialed yeah, in. It, 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 it yeah. looks like they called it in last minute um this track looks like they put a lot of heart and energy into it and like even the little coins have got little yoshi heads on like they do in this nice game oh cool and the ending instead of it doing the mario kart theme at the end it goes which is yeah just little little like chef's kiss at the end that's great okay that's good that they're putting in effort into these things yeah and obviously it's still part of the same booster pass that you get with the nintendo switch online subscription yeah which i pay seven pounds a year for so it's nothing to me. I mean, that's like just it's about the price of a coffee in London now. That is so. Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much. Yeah. 
Um, and then, other than that, I have... I tried to play Overwatch again, but it very quickly stopped playing it because I just realised that I've got no interest in that game anymore. Mm. Which is sad because it was my game of, like, game of my generation and now I just don't really like it anymore. Yeah. Um, oh, and SimCity. That's a weird one. So, um, I downloaded SimCity because it popped up on game pass for pc and obviously i've got the ultimate game pass because i bought another three years of game pass yes uh, and i just noticed it was on there and I, I all i did was i wanted to download it to see if it recognized that i had the dlc because i bought the cities of tomorrow dlc and never played it you remember some city from like i want to say 2013 yes yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. They, they yeah they, they tried to relaunch it and it was just a really flop of a launch because of all the online stuff um but so I, I played tons of it when it first came out, and then I haven't played it since. So I downloaded it again, played about 15 hours of it, like really got back into it because it is a very good city builder. It's just all that multiplayer stuff is just complete nonsense because you, you you all have to be like in separate cities next to each other, and you have to like share resources. It's right. it's, it's really odd. It's very odd. That's weird. Uh, but the game itself is beautiful, and the, and the Cities of Tomorrow expansion is is wonderful. So I played a bit of that, which is unusual. And yes, it does recognise that I have the uh, the DLC. Uh, which is kind of cool. Cool. Now that's been about it. That's been my week of gaming, and then obviously watching The Last of Us, finishing yes. that off. Um, went to see what did I go and see at the cinema? Scream Six, which is why it's on the list. Oh. Um. What? Sorry, you reminded me of two things. I have three things to talk about very quickly. But as in, like, I'll, I'll let you finish first. Like... No, no, it's fine. Like, I've, I'm done. I, okay. I can't think of anything else. Uh, one. Uh, I, I did play another game that I want to talk about, which is... Have you seen The Finals? No. So The Finals is a shooter that's coming... Oh, it's in alpha at the moment. Uh, there's, they're doing a playtest. Uh, and it's by X-Dice, or like X-Battlefield developers. So okay. it's like a 3v3v3v3 shooter like arena based shooter not like a battle royale or anything like that it's all stylized like a game show so i mean the game is called the finals so it's, you know the idea is like can you reach the finals um weird and... enough i think i've heard of this i think yeah, but they, carry on they've Sorry. been doing a lot of uh, marketing for it recently but um there's like it's basically supposed to be like a battlefield style shooter where like there's just insane destruction everywhere so you know you can level entire buildings and stuff like that um, and that was actually surprising. It's the first time I played a shooter in a while where I'm like, oh, this is actually doing, like, this reminds me of, like, what it was like to play Battlefield back in the day. Like, where it was more about the engine, like, less about just, like, oh, shoot man fast, whatever. And more about the interesting ways you can morph the terrain and do different strategies to, like, uh, accomplish your objective. So the idea is that there's a lot of different uh, weapons and gadgets and stuff. So you know, like you, you know, uh, and you can play as like a light, a medium, or a heavy, and they have different weapons and things associated with them. Um, but you know, you have things like jump pads. You can make like zip lines. Uh, you have like goo grenades, which just like creates like a bunch of goo, which is destructible, but like blocks off a path. Um, and yeah, it's like really, it was really fun. It's the most fun I've had with like a with like a shooter in a while. I imagine they'll probably do like an open beta at some point, free to play. But um, playing the alpha was quite fun, so I would say check okay. it out once it comes out. Um, I will also say it's probably a lot more fun to play with friends. I played with randoms, and it suffers from uh, this is maybe something we could talk about as well. Like this modern in the modern age of gaming, people like like as soon as something goes wrong, people just quit. Yeah, like. 
like, yep, I hate that. I don't know why. Like that's actually what's killed the online for uh, the at rhythm. Like it's completely dead because of that. Yeah. So if they lose eight, and, and the, so the online for that game is you play ten songs in a row and your chances of getting rare treasure go up. So yes. you want to do ten songs. Um, to, to I mean I barely touched it, but when I have played it, as soon as someone comes in less than first place, they leave. Yeah. And it's like the fuck. Yeah, it's it's a niche game with a niche community, and you, there's only so many of us playing of it. I could find out who you are. Yeah, you lose. <laughs> you like you. this is it. Like in the finals, it's like you lose one team engagement, or someone dies on your team once, and you can respawn. Like, it's not like a battle royale. Like you can respawn on your own. You know, mm. like there's all these other things. They just leave. They just leave the game. So then you it's have just, to play like so one v one v three v three v three, and it's like well, yeah. why? Like well, we so used stupid. to have that same problem in Left for Dead, like. You'd, you'd go online, you'd get to like the first safe room or something, someone would either die or get left behind or whatever, and they would immediately leave. And then for the whole of the rest of the game, you've got fucking NPC. AI. Yeah, but at least yeah. in, in that situation, you have AI, right? In this game, yeah. it's like, you've got Often nothing. Often better. Yeah, you literally, you've got nothing. You've got 1v3. So you just got to oh. be, like, insane. So, yeah, it's, it's really annoying. I've seen a lot of different games suffering with this as well. Like, COD, COD had this problem as well. Um, yeah, it's weird, man. Um, anyway, uh, away from games, uh, I went to see Puss in Boots in the cinema. Have you seen it? No. The new Puss in Boots, <laughs> Boots film. Dude. No. Dude is really good. It's really, really good. Like, it has no right being as good as it is, but it's really, really, really good. Like, arguably animated film of the year. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll give you a gimme on this one, because I had the same approach to Chip and Dale the movie, and it turned out to be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dude, put the person, the new person boots movie. Uh, even from just a like visual perspective, it looks stunning. Like the visuals and the the environments and stuff just look amazing. They look great, but also just the story and the characters and stuff is like surprisingly good. I, I, you're not the first person that's been talking about this as well, saying that it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I uh, maybe I'll give it a chance. I mean, I, I get a free cinema ticket like every week. Yeah. So. Give it a shot. Yeah. Get honestly, I would say give it a shot. I think it's a good well, film. I was going to go and see um, the Quantum Mania, the Ant Man versus oh, the Wasp, whatever it's called. Yeah, apparently, apparently it's, great. it's trash. Like, yeah. and this is the one where they introduce the big phase change for yes. the MCU, and apparently it's just like, Bleh. eh, no one cares. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not Thanos level. It's like it's Kang, right? Yeah, yeah, it's Kang, and and uh, but they've just done it in a way where it's like so uninteresting. Yeah, you remember Thanos? Every time he appeared, you're like, holy shit, that guy's terrifying. Yeah. And, exactly. and then they finally revealed who he is, and you're like, okay, this guy is actually mental. Like, this is going to be incredible. Yeah. Whereas apparently with Kang, it's like, oh, I'm a bit sad. And it's like, oh, all right. Yeah, he's just a bit of a dickhead. Yeah. But... Well, that's the whole thing, is is the Marvel Universe now is on a bit of a downward trend. Like, mm. people are just not interested anymore. Yeah. And, and to be fair, they had a monumental 10-year run. It's about time they fucked up. Yeah, true. <laughs> And I think it's not always it's not always possible to rebottle lightning after what is it twenty three mega no, popular movies. Not. Definitely not. But, but I mean, they've had a very very good run. Yes. So I mean, I we'll mean, see. Yeah. You know, I'm sure when they announce the new the next Avengers, everyone will go see it, and maybe that's like what they're buying. The next on. Avengers, I will, and the next uh, Guardian of the Galaxy as well, which is coming out in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'll go and see that, but because the Guardians of the Galaxy are just by default good fun movies. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, um, I guess. Sh- go, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, also, I started watching White Lotus. I don't understand why people like it, but <laughs> I will reserve the right for when I finish it to talk about okay, it. Okay, fair. I have right. no comment. I've not seen it. Yeah, it's uh, 
yeah, I don't know. It's it's like watching Succession, except for in Succession, you're watching rich people be dicks, but at least there's like some kind of ongoing storyline. In this, it look it just seems like I'm watching a slice of life of rich people be awful people for the sake of watching awful people be awful people, and I'm like, why? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Ollie, yes. let's talk about Persona Five: The Phantom X. Right. So I only the first point on our agenda. Yeah, so I only heard about this recently, but it's a mobile game, right? Yep. Yeah. So with Gacha. Yeah, I wa- I watched the cut. I watched the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, this just looks like Persona a new 5. Persona Five. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, cool." I was like, "Weird that they're doing like a brand new Persona Five, but like with new characters, and it looks like the exact same game, but like." I guess they're just like reusing the engine and just making like a spin-off story. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was like, and they were like, oh, it's a mobile game. I was like, huh? Yeah, immediately you could just hear the brake screech in your head, like, yeah, no, like, what? What do you mean it's a <laughs> with mobile Gacha. game? Yeah, with of, Gacha. of course it's with Gacha. So what I'm assuming is it's going to be is it's going to be very similar to Fire Emblem. Yes. Heroes is it Heroes? Yes. I think it's going to be that, which obviously is a hyper successful uh, monetized mobile game. I don't know why the thing it's is, so popular. But... Is it? Is it Gacha, but for it's not it's not going to be Gacha for like party members though, right? It's going to be Gacha. So. It's going to be Gacha for personas. Surely, oh, maybe. Right? Yeah, maybe that would make sense. Which also is weird because that's not how Persona works. But like, it does. It does. Mobile games don't follow the rules. We know this. True. Plus, gaming in general is is not really following the rules of respecting the the you know the, the franchise DNA anymore, which yeah. we'll get to when we talk about Diablo Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm 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 interested to see. I mean, they haven't announced a Western release for it at all. I think it's Japan only. I mean, it will come. Yeah, it, it will, will definitely come. come. I mean, I can I can see it doing very well in Asian yeah. markets. But well, it's got a little pet owl now as well, which everyone loves owls. So uh, uh, instead of Morgana, it's an owl. I looked at the yeah. owl design and I was like, eh? it doesn't matter. You you can put any of this shit on anything, and people will buy it. Like you know, know. how people get obsessed with these franchises, especially I know. Persona. People love Persona. And, I love yeah. Persona too. But it's like, you know... Eh. Well, to be fair, I loved Persona 5. I loved Royal until I got into the ending stint and then I actually started to like it less. Oh, no. Because that, that, that run-up to the ending was just so dragged out. Yeah. To the point where I was just like, just end! End! <laughs> <laughs> Let me be free! <laughs> yeah, just put the credits on the screen. It was like, nope, nope, here's another bad guy. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Oh, oh it just it did that, but wait, there's more. Yeah, thing. And I was just like, oh, Persona, just shut up, like stop it now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so uh, on this, the the mobile game, I I just I'm so sick to death of this cycle of like a new franchise, a new product comes out, like a new game, it gets franchised and it gets hyper franchised and it comes up every, it, it appears everywhere. Yeah. And then there's this mobile game that just really sucks the last little bit of any. Yes, they make tons of money, but it just sucks the last little bit of joy and energy out of the whole the whole feeling I have towards these things. Yeah. I'm just I'm just sick of it. I'm so tired of it. I would prefer they made Persona Five Arena, but you know, like Persona Four or, Arena, the fighting or game. Or combine the dancing all nights into one game and release them on um, Xbox. Yeah, they can. You know, you know. That. Yeah, because you know that the the dancing all night. What was the starlight? Yeah, bangy, there's like star dancey... dancing starlight, dancing moonlight, whatever. Yeah, because there's yeah, the Persona so, so... Three one, Persona Four one, Persona Five one. So apparently, the Persona Five one was just a a, a reskin and really shite, like yes. really low effort. But dancing all night, the one that I've got on my Vita is fantastic. Like yes. that's a really good game. Yeah. Uh, and I just want them to kind of put them all together, which they won't do because they love charging and re-releasing these games. 
put them all together into one and just release it as one game. Mm-hmm. That would be good to me. Like, like they did with Smash Brothers, with Ultimate, like they did with uh, with the At Rhythm as well, with the music game, where they've just put them all together and made one game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just sort of sick of this, the the, the, the franchise cadence that we're in. The, the cadence, is that the right word? Uh, how... You know, you know, like... Yes, like how people yeah. are using their franchises. Yeah, it's it's the same thing every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I'm still waiting for there to be like a GTA V mobile game announced, and it will just be GTA V oh online mobile. Oh my god! Because you know it's going to come at some point. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's I, I I don't think we've really got much to say on Phantom X because I'll keep an eye on it. I'll see what it's yeah. like. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm not going to play it because it's. It will be, but... the, the problem is, I know what it's going to be. It's just going to be another mobile game that's going to have that irritating monetization that's going to bug me. Well, this is what I'm interested to see is that like because if it's going to be like a Persona game, like you know, it's going to have a story and a thing and content. Like, are they gonna? Is this just going to be like an insane content treadmill where they just keep adding story to the game? Or is it going to just be like, uh, you finish the story and now there's just a million dungeons and now there's just more personas? Because that's like not the reason people like Persona, right? Well, the, if you if you watch the the trailer, the the launch trailer, and then put the translation on, Mementos is mentioned like every other line. Yes. So it's just gonna be more Mementos. It's gonna be diving further and further into. Well, then again, in Persona Five Royal, mm. you solve Mementos. Yes. Like you fix it. Yes. So it's, it, it's it, back, it, baby. It's back. Yeah. No, but like the point is, is like I mean, they're gonna have to because you can add like an infinite mementos, right? But that's not why people like Persona. People like Persona because of the characters and the storyline, and like there's the other element to Persona, right? Which is like you know the social link and you yeah. know, whatever going around the horniness, the city. Yeah, the horniness, the dating sim mm. stuff. Like people like that part of Persona, and then the grinding is just one half of it, right? Like, well, but that's what that's what I think makes Persona work is that there are parts of the game that appeal to all different types of gamers. Yes, it's not just for one person. And obviously, there are some people that love it all, but I can't stand the dating elements. Like they annoy the hell out of me in any game. But... Like in Fire Emblem, I don't want to fuck the prince. I want to fuck his country. <laughs> up. That's all I want to do. Stop asking if I want tea but... and go and destroy a country. You, but... you ass. But that's why. Like... The... But but that's what I mean, right? So with Persona, like, um, I don't think. They can't do the Fire Emblem thing, right? Like the reason Fire Emblem Heroes works is because people Little like Bobby. the characters. People just want to collect the PNG waifus, right? Yeah, and like, they want to wa- get them with slightly less and less clothes as they yes. level up. Yes, it's a white, it's a white, it's a waifu game. Whereas Persona, it seems like the way that they're doing this one is like it doesn't look like a waifu game. I mean, they could turn it into one, but my point is that like, you know, they're gonna keep having to add story to the game, like a plot. Because if it's just endlessly grinding mementos, that sounds horrible. Yeah, but people will buy it. Yeah, we know I what people so. are like. Like, I mean, look at oh, actually, there's a point I didn't put on the thing, but I'm going to mention this now because we should talk about this. Did you see the Pokemon NFT thing? No. What? Oh, it's happening. I've, I've been, I've been, I am a soothsayer. I've been saying this is coming. I knew it was coming. Uh, Pokemon have just put out a job uh, opening for a high tier. NFT specialist, someone who knows deep metaverse and deep layers of NFT, literally for the Pokemon company. It's it's happening, oh, and I hate oh. it. It it, ma- it makes my brain vomit, but it's it's happening. But NFTs are dead, man. No, no. If now now okay, so so here's here's the scary part, right? No one has been able to pull them off properly, but 
Nintendo and Pokemon are a very it's a very, it's something it's one of the strongest brands in the world, isn't it? It's very successful, yeah. very resilient, and it makes infinite money. If Nintendo managed to get land NFTs, they absolutely are coming back. Dude. Like in a big way because that will be it then. Dude, ni- like Nintendo is the last company I expect to do anything with NFTs and crypto. I mean, if this and, is real and, and this happens, I It's very real. I it's it's very real like it's official, it's all been confirmed. This isn't a rumor. This is a thing. It's happening. Like um, it's oh, it's the end. The uh, end of the end of an era. All right. But... Well, you know what? I want to see what happens. <laughs> this is it. I'm I'm highly skeptical, as I think is fair to. Be, I've just I've but... I just I will say it now uh, to add on to my usual predictions. Gaming is already in a very horrible place place for monetization right now. Oh yeah. That will not do anything good. That will just make it worse and worse yeah, and it'll worse. Be bad. Which we will talk about again when we talk about Diablo, because I've got a lot to say on Diablo. Yeah, I, thought, I just remembered something else I wanted to talk about, but I forgot. But anyway, keep going. For a week when nothing's happened, we're never going to get through this. So I say, let's bang through some of the points, because yeah. the next one should be quite quick. Um, but yeah, so Ghostwire Tokyo is coming on Xbox uh, in like three weeks' time, uh, with the fully updated version, which is this thing called the Spider's Thread update. Mm. And I said when I saw this on PS5, I was like... Um, can't wait for this to come out on uh, Xbox. I'm probably not going to buy it, but I hope it comes out on Game Pass Day 1. It is coming out on Game Pass Day 1, which is great, because it's the same. It's, it's as the PS5 exclusivity ends. Yeah. Uh, and it looks gorgeous. Oh, I can't wait to play this game. My brother said it was brilliant. Yeah, I, w- uh, I would like to try it as well. It's going to be on Game Pass, right? It's absolutely on Game Pass. Like the, the full version of it is on Game Pass. This is the like the, the updated version with this Spider's Thread update. So Interesting. Um, okay. It looks great. This, this is the game where you go around Tokyo hunting ghosts, um, and they've all got their own like way of being hunted. Like there's yokai kind of ghosts. There's like traditional ones from like Japanese folklore, and there's all these different ones where you like have to shake light bulbs in certain places to make them appear. And it's it's apparently really really cool. Like cool. it's just it's just a it's a really good distraction of a game. Yeah, and it's it's stunning by the looks of it. Um, so very excited about this. This is going to be a game we're going to play next month for sure. See, the thing um, is, is, okay, here's the thing, because I just remembered, like, and this is, I guess, kind of relevant, is that Ghostwire Tokyo is coming on Game Pass soon. But also, Resident Evil 4 Remake is in, like, a week. Yeah. I just remembered that, and I'm like, oh, I'm probably just, I'm probably just going to be playing that. I'll be real. I'm just going to be playing that a lot. <laughs> but that, that has to come to an end. So... Yeah, but yeah. you love Resident Evil 4. I never did get past, like, the first area when I went... Because remember I bought it yeah. on... Um... Whatever. Did I buy on PS4? Or did I buy on Xbox? I, mean, I can't on remember. Everything. I something. But I bought it on something because you, you told me, like, go and give it a try. And I did. And just, unfortunately, 60 trillion of the games came out at the same yeah. time. So I was like, oh, distractions. Yeah. I mean, so this, I will, this will be my sixth time finishing Resident Evil 4. So, yeah. I'm very excited for it. And I, all the content I've seen of it, and everyone I've seen who's like played the demo, and every, like everyone is like, yeah, this looks really fucking good. So, well, I just I just bought um, Resident Evil Two Remake on yes. Xbox for a pound. Yeah, uh, and I'm just about to buy Resident Evil Seven Gold Edition for a pound, See, which I... is yeah. I, I mean, I, this is one of those games that I played for like half an hour and hated. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to give it a try. Obviously, I, for a pound, I'm not going to complain. And this is the yeah. full edition, so it comes with all the DLC. I I never played Seven. I played Village, uh, which was okay. It's like a seven out of ten game. But... Yeah, I want to play Village. Village yeah. is. Uh, I think I'll have a look how much I can get. Village. It's all right. I'm gonna have to look on my dodgy Argentina website. Doesn't really I'll feel like a Resident Evil game. No, honest. and I, I've. Heard, I mean, I know what happens to Lady Dimitrescu and stuff, and yeah. apparently it just goes full on bonkers. It's alright. 
you know um, it's si as a game it's si it's like nothing I, I wouldn't be like oh this is amazing but it's like yeah it's alright yeah um, no, anyway not. sorry but yeah Ghostwire Tokyo I will ha- hopefully try and check that out I also want to check out Wo Long which is on Game Pass whoa because my friend my friend <laughs> fuck <laughs> you because <laughs> uh, my friend was was selling it to me as it's like Sekiro and I was like oh okay that sounds like up my alley. So I have it downloading on my Xbox right now. So I might give that a shot tonight. Maybe. But yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, moving on to the next topic, which is very close to my heart. Tekken 8 versus Street Fighter 6. All right, Clark, yes. what, what do you want to talk so, about? What's the issue? So we've seen the reveals of all the gameplay and stuff. Obviously, I've played the Street Fighter 6 alpha, beta? Yeah, beta. The, yeah, the, the, the closed beta, one. right? Yeah, the test. So I, play, I played the closed one. Yeah. But I would assume it's the same content as the open one, it's just a little bit earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, played that, and then we've also seen the videos for Tekken's latest characters, which is Paul Phoenix, Forest Law, and King. Martial Law. Martial Law, sorry, Forest Law sorry, is Sorry son. to be that sorry. guy, but yeah. Nerd. Um, <laughs> and so, I think these games, up until this season, this, this release, sorry, have had very unique graphic styles. Like, they very much stand apart. I am now thinking that they have come very close together in the fact that they are looking very, very similar. I know that Street Fighter is cel-shaded, up mm. to a level, and, and hand-drawn, mm. and Tekken isn't. But they've So the Street Fighter style has moved away from the hand-drawn style, but still kept it. And the Tekken style has moved towards the hand-drawn style, but still kept the 3D models. Yes. To the point where they're starting to look almost the same. Yes, they look you, quite similar. Would you agree or disagree? I think they have the distinctive styles. Like, Street Fighter is more uh, stylized around, like... Uh, you know, graffiti and kind of like uh, they're going, it, you know, and also the other thing is that Street Fighter has changed its look like with every game, to be honest. True, true. Um, so like with Street Fighter 6, it seems like they're going back to like Third Strike kind of vibes, where it's like more about, you know, actual the streets. You know, like urban, like, you know, urban style, like with like graffiti and stuff like that. Uh, and, sorry, like, ink, not being like, too clear. I'm, I'm... stuff. Like, Sorry, I'm talking more about the art style, though. Just not the actual the character level. models, do you mean? Like, when you look at the characters. Yeah, pretty much the character models. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're very similar now. Yeah, so the... Tekken and Street Fighter, they're, they're very similar. They are quite similar, given that, you know, they're both next-gen games as well. Like, I think, mm. like, Street Fighter Six has slightly thicker lines. But, like, I mean, that's saying a lot. The fact that I'm having to say that is, like, a um, yeah, distinctive it, it, thing. It, it... I appreciate that you're putting a critical eye on it, but that to me is nitpicking. Yes, but exactly. I, I'm asking. I'm asking you to nitpick. Yes, but the fact that you have to nitpick does kind of prove my point. Exactly. Yeah, like, they do yeah. look. They they do look very similar. Yeah. Like I won't deny that. Like, you know, you could probably look. If I showed you, like, without any of the HUD or anything, if I showed you a still image of one character in Street Fighter Six and showed you a still image of one of the Tekken Eight trailers, you'd probably be like, "Is this the same game?" <laughs> like, it's probably quite similar. Like, it'll probably, it'll probably be, like you probably have to like you take a second guess, right? Like, um, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, I mean, as a fighting game player who plays both these, who's very excited for both these games, I think they're both going to be great. But like, um, I'm very excited. I think they for are. Them. But yeah, it's just it's one of those things where I'm like, why are they getting so close together now? I think it's this homogenous. Uh, what word? Uh, it's the homogenization of like how kind of. Where with next gen tech and a lot of tech stuff, like it's just easy. It's like, mm, what's the word for it? Like, there's less of an emphasis on style in a lot of these like AAA big games, right? They kind of just go for like what looks most appealing to most people, right? 
like for example, if you if you make a game like like let's take Wind Waker for example, right? Like when Wind Waker came out, a lot of people didn't like the art style of Wind Waker because they're like, this ain't Zelda. This is like some kiddie cartoon shit, right? Like so, I think with AAA games like. Right now, especially with next-gen stuff, people are trying to show off the next-gen tech, and the best way of showing off next-gen tech is to make things look as, like, slightly realistic as possible, and just spam a million particle mm. effects on the screen instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's kind of why I feel like... The one thing I I keep hearing in the FGC, which is really funny, is that stream... All the all the streamers are, like, gonna be like, man, my... The, you know, like, Twitch's bitrate is just gonna cry because of all the amount of, like, particles on screen. Like, someone's going to throw a fireball, and it's just going to go to, like, 480p. <laughs> like, you, can't, you won't be able to see anything, because it's all pixelated. <laughs> like, so, um, which is going to be really funny. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I think, but I think it's okay. Like, I think, for me, again, I'm, I'm a bit biased, because I w- look at these games quite closely. I can discern the differences, but yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past anyone to just kind of like look at both these games and kind of go like, they're the same, right? Like, this one has the anime guy with wings, and this guy, and this one has the anime guy with big feet. So, you know. It's also, this one's got Ryu, and oh my god, he's yeah. still my beating heart. Oh. He just get he gets hotter every iteration. Yeah, man. He's, ch- he, he's, he's good vibes Ryu now. He's this- my waifu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like how in Street Fighter Six they went the op they 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 did the char- the opposite characters for like Ken and Ryu, whereas like Ryu is like he's just he's found his way. He's just he, like he's literally vibing. Like the whole point of Ryu in Street Fighter Six is that he's vibing, like he's chilling. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ken is like, honey, they <laughs> she took the kids, Ryu. <laughs> she took. The- he's just like this whole like <laughs> this. Like homeless man. Yeah, he's getting worse. And also, have you seen what, what they've done to Paul? Oh yeah, they made him oh. like. Oh yeah. Oh, it's yeah. oh it's Tekken. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Guile. Oh, that says a lot. No, Paul. Um, yeah, yeah, Paul uh, yeah. In the fact that he used to have these, his hair up. Oh right, yeah. And now he's got like. He's got, he's got the fucking long like hair down. Up. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Man. Yeah. However, yeah, when he does do his rage art, his his sleeve comes off, which is pretty cool. But he punches mm. you real hard, and his sleeve comes off. Dude, anyway, they let's, made Jin, let's... dude. They made Jin weird. Not weird, but now Jin is like, what's it? Uh, he just does loads of flips and shit because now he's got like half Devil Jin in him. Oh like, yeah, because he's yeah he's hybrid now, isn't he? Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. weird. Relearn the character, but um. Oh, so um, go on. we could talk about this all day, but Square Enix have announced an NFT game. Yeah, uh, of course they have. I feel like we this, we already knew that they were planning on doing something, right? Of course we did. But Square Enix have gone to complete hell trash. Um, this game is called Symbiogenesis. Um, it it just looks like I made it in Publisher with free fonts and like. Have you seen the screenshot of it? The normies screenshot. Yeah, it just says normies. Yeah, it just says normies. But the hats have been just stuck over the top of the character models. Yeah. And you can still see the shit behind the hats, like yeah. it's just it's just so trash. Um, but the, okay, let me give you the pitch for the game. So let me let me sell it to you. Go on. So this is this is Square Enix's pitch. 
Symbiogenesis is a project that brings gaming utility to 10,000 pieces of NFT collectible art. The genre is narrative unlocking NFT entertainment in which players solve mysteries and complete missions and quests based on the stories that are released daily and the story information possessed by the characters. The initial story will run over the course of six chapters starting in May and at the end the devs will select three players to determine the next step of the story. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Just All right. vomited from every orifice of my body there. Um, and then that comes with this this fucking horrible image of have you seen have you yeah, seen I'm the, the, the flowchart? Flow I'm looking at it right now. One thing, Jesus why the fuck Christ. does that flowchart start in the middle of the image? Mm -hmm. That is not how you build a flowchart. Two, Jesus hell in Christ. Like, what is we the are game? In, it, we are in the darkest timeline. If someone, if anyone in the world thinks that this is a good idea, but my my issue is, what is the game? No one knows. What is it's the going game? to be? In my head, it's going to be a mission-based RPG, but you have to pay to participate in the missions, and you complete stuff, get unique rewards, which you then stack on top of your proposed NFT, and you make your character into a unique sellable item. I feel like that's going to be what it is. <sighs> Jesus Do you not hate the fact that that's pretty close to what it probably is? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but like, I mean, if they, like, here's the thing. I mean, the, and you know what? To be honest, even if the gameplay was really good, yeah, like this shit on top does not sound great. So, it just it just sounds like like you... I, I can't even get to the right words. It's just hot trash. So, like, so I was thinking about this recently, right? Because have you heard? I added it to the agenda sheet, but have CSGO. you heard that CS:GO two is coming soon? No. Like, they're basically, they're talking about CS:GO two, right? So and. Really, what CS:GO 2 means is that it's just going to be like a port of CS:GO to the newest version of the Source engine. So it's just going to get like okay. a big graphical upgrade and some like improvements and stuff like that. Basically, it's, it's, that. it's like you know in Fortnite when they did the Unreal Engine 5 upgrade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's basically that, but for CS2, right? And then well, they Overwatch when they released so Overwatch when they released a sequel and it wasn't a sequel. Yes, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, here's the thing with CS:GO 2, which is the most interesting thing. So. As you know, CS:GO is basically the poster child for what the NFT what NFT people want it to be, right? Because CS:GO 2 obviously has the entire skins market associated with it, right? Like basically yeah. CS:GO skins are basically NFTs. Like that's basically what like what NFT when NFT kids look at these look at like a game to to base it off of, they look at CS, right? Okay, um, yeah. Because, I mean, to give... This is also another another uh, thing I will say. If you've played CS in the past and you haven't... Um, and you don't play it anymore, and you have some... You might have some guns or have some crate... Even crates, right? Uh, I would say right now is a good time to sell them. Because people who are going to play CS... Look, people are buying these things up in preparation for CSGO 2 because everything's going to port over. So all the skins and stuff. So your CSGO, your original items basically have like an inflated value right now. So like, this is the crazy thing because I was looking at my, because, okay, the other reason why I was looking at it is because I heard a podcast recently where someone sold their car to buy a knife in CSGO for $14,000. And I was like, what? <laughs> What's happening to the world? What's happening? <laughs> it was really funny on the podcast as well because the other members of the podcast 
got him to call his dad and explain to his dad that he bought a car for fourteen thousand. <laughs> so he bought a knife for fourteen thousand dollars and sold his car. So a vir- a, not a real knife, by the way, a virtual. Yes, knife. yes, <laughs> they, they, yeah. it was very funny. Uh, it's called the Yard. If people are interested in listening to it, um, but. Uh, yeah, anyway, so then I went and went like, oh, I wonder how much my CSGO items are worth. And I had a gun that someone gave to me a long time ago, and that gun is now worth like 20 quid. And I was like, when I originally got it, it was like 5 quid or something, like when he gifted it to me. And I was like, wow, I could sell this gun and then buy like a game in the spring sale. I didn't realize. I was like, oh. And then I looked, and I had, like, all these crates that are unopened, and each one of these crates is, like, four pounds each. And I have, like, 50 of them. And I was like... You sold them all. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, well, fuck it, sure. Like, so now I just have a bunch of money in my Steam wallet. And then I've got the more extreme version of this story, which is my friend, who doesn't play CSGO anymore, but he has a knife. I asked him to check how much his knife was worth, and he was like, oh, it's worth, like, a thousand pounds. I was like, what? What? He was like, yeah, I could sell my knife for a thousand pounds. I was like, that is what? And he was like, well, okay, so I can sell it on the marketplace, and then I can get a thousand pounds in my Steam wallet. But what am I gonna do with a thousand pounds in my Steam wallet? And then he realized he could buy an index, like a Valve index, so he could trade his virtual Jesus knife Christ. for a Valve index. <laughs> so I don't that's know where what we he, are anymore. So that's what he's done. <laughs> that was like. Wait. To be fair, I, I did that um, a few years, well, say a few years back, about five years ago now with TF2. Yeah. Um, I had loads of loads of like unique cosmetics that people were like asking for, and each one was worth like five or ten pounds. So I just sold them all and made like two hundred quid. Yeah. There like, you go. Right. Okay. This is money I didn't care about or and, know I had, so there and, it is. And this is basically what the NFT games want to be, right? But obviously, yeah. just more accessible because oh, now you can trade it for crypto. Except for crypto is dead right now. But that aside, like my point being that like these NFT games don't even need to be NFTs to to do this. Like mm. CS:GO is not NFT based, and yet they've created their own economy, right? Like well, that... life finds a way. Yeah. But mm. like I don't know. Like I find it so strange that these NFT games are like trying to stick like stick to the crypto side of things when it doesn't really make sense to like i don't think there's well, a benefit to do so, it so don't forget a big part of crypto and, and this is me trying not to be as sussy as, as possible but a big <laughs> part of crypto is thinking that you are more knowledgeable knowledgeable or awoken to something that other people just don't understand yeah that is a huge ethos of being into the crypto world yeah like and, and with that just comes this arrogance that means people just sit there and go no i i, I understand this more than you do even if they don't understand it yeah it's it's just the image of understanding it more, which is quite a scary concept actually when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean like it's, it's just it's just a lot of grifting, really. It's it's just gatekeeping effectively. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of grifting and gatekeeping and shit. Yeah. It's, it's all weird. Stay away from it. If anyone is listening, just stay stay away from NFTs and crypto. Like, don't do it. Especially. I, not I'm now. tired. I'm tired of talking about negatives in gaming. Yeah, anyway, I yeah. want to talk about Diablo Four Beta impression. Oh, okay. I haven't played it. I just want to hear because I heard it was also. It's... Like eighty Fantastic. quid. It was eighty quid or something. No, 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 no. You're skipping ahead. Oh, let sorry. me let me build the story. Oh, sorry, sorry. Ruining the ending. Um, it's fantastic. It's a really good game. It plays really well, and it's very dark. It's very spooky. It's very much a turn from what Diablo three was. You played Diablo three? Uh, no, I have not played any Diablo games. Just to tell you, but um, I have. I know a lot about them just from 
osmosis. Okay, well, well, one big draw to Diablo is that they have infinite replayability, and you can just keep playing them forever and ever and ever because your numbers just keep going up and up and up and yes. up. Yes, and, and there's like the more you play, optimization. Exactly, like yeah, and yeah. and it, it's it's literally like you know the Fire Emblem Heroes and not Heroes, um, the Warriors games. Yes, you know the either it, it's it's those Musou, but for games. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's 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 essentially Musu games, but. Like it, how a Musu game would have been created if a Western developer made yes. a Musu game. Yes, it's okay. just it's just this constant smashing through enemies all the time. Number uh, and go there's, up. There's yeah, number go up. But there's also a really good story behind the games and really nice music. Mm-hmm. However, um, I played the beta. It's it's like eighty gigabytes or something to download a, a beta to start with. I mean that's a lot. Um, sorry, I'm trying not to yawn. I'm gonna. Anyway, it's alright. Uh, right. You go right ahead. Because it's gonna be a rant. Um, Play the beta, and I obviously have a slightly unique standpoint towards Blizzard because obviously I used to work there, and I don't feel right about giving them money to buy games. I would rather wait for the game. For example, I'd rather wait for this acquisition to go through so that I get it free on Game Pass. Yes, that that's where I can justify buying it. But I played the beta, and I played, got to level twelve, so I probably put about five hours into the beta, and decided, yes, I want to buy this game. I like this. I can't see at the moment what the monetization is going to be. Um, but it seems, from what I can see here, I like it. If the monetization is just cosmetic, I don't give a fuck. That can go and piss off. I'll just play the game. So, off I toddle, off to the uh, pre-order now. Press the little button in the game and it pops up the screen. And I notice that the pre-order price is 69 or 79 Yeah. Hang on, I'm just going to load that up because I want to get the pricing correct here. Pre-order Diablo for Xbox. Okay, sorry. For everyone that's listening, just just imagine a little bit of like hold music while we look at this. Hang on. Uh, right. So the standard edition on Xbox is sixty nine ninety nine, and the reason I'd convince myself that it's okay to pre order this is because I also have a credit on Shop Two, uh, which I, so I've got a credit for fifty quid on Shop Two uh, because they fucked up a while ago and just gave me fifty pounds credit to apologise. So I was going to use that to buy an Xbox. Um, token like, like a you know uh, xbox credit and then spend that on diablo and i thought okay fine with that so i was like oh 69.99 what does that include and i looked it up and it was just some cosmetics so i was like okay let's see what the deluxe edition includes the digital deluxe which is 89.99 so we're now talking 90 pounds and i was going down the list and i was like pets pets blah 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 cosmetics blah 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 and then i was like seasonal battle pass mm. wait what there's a fucking battle pass in this game mm. so this is now a ninety-pound AAA premium title that is built on a battle pass model. Mm, that I, I have never, never moved away from pre-purchasing a game quicker in my life. Like I was just like, absolutely no, in no way, shape, or form do I want this. And then there's another version of the game called the Ultimate Edition, which is one hundred pounds, and all that gets you on top of the items that are in the digital deluxe is a boost on the seasonal battle pass. Which suggests to me their entire focus is going to be on that battle pass. And I was about to give Blizzard like 80 quid. Mm-hmm. And now I'm giving them fuck all and I'm not buying that game at all because of just how fucking egregious this monetization platform is. I would have been perfectly fine if it was just cosmetics, but it's a, it's a, it's a premium AAA title built on a battle pass model so it can go fuck itself. Yeah, so and it, that is my rant about Diablo 4. <laughs> so in the battle pass, is there like weapons and stuff? I don't know because it, it it intentionally puts all this information right at the bottom of the list each time. Of course. So it's it's it they know that they're hiding it. 
And I'm actually going to have a look. Diablo 4 Battle Pass. See if there's any information about what's in the Battle Pass. Um, yeah, I mean, but like, it's, it's I mean, just absolute bollocks, isn't it? I mean, it? like, Call of Duty and stuff is the same these days, right? Like, most games now, like, especially multiplayer-focused ones, just have a Battle Pass built into them, even though they're, like, 60 quid or something. Like, I guess... But well, I don't Call play of Call of Duty anymore, either, specifically like, for the reason where the Battle Pass just, just threw me... If, if it was free to play, yeah, so this, fine, This is the not. excuse is that, like, Call of Duty can get away with it, kind of, because Warzone is free to play, but the Battle Pass works in Warzone and the paid element of Call of Duty. So... So I'm reading here, uh, according to the pre-release marketing information, that the cosmetic rewards will only be found, there will only be cosmetic rewards found in the Battle Pass. They will apparently cover a variety of different clothing options, looks, weapons, backpacks, mounts, and emotes, ranging from different hairstyles to different weapon and armor skins. So effectively, they've, they've cut a chunk of the game off the top of the game and put it into a monetization platform, essentially building it by the looks of it as a free-to-play title, mm -hmm. which is what I'm seeing here. So, so just absolutely not. I, no. I'm, uh, no. No, 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 no. Mm. Like it, it makes me want to vomit. It's, it's. I'm, I'm so annoyed at this as well because I was so excited to play this game. I just don't want to play a game where I'm constantly being reminded that if I just throw a couple of pennies at something, I'll get a better experience. Yeah. I don't want that, so I'm just, I'm not putting my money into it. Um, but yeah, that was my rant about Diablo Four, which is a shame because I did enjoy the beta. The, the weird part is all of the voices are Polish. Really. Yeah, so it's uh, in the in Diablo one, two, and three. The voices that you hear of pretty much all the characters are like American voices doing like a few British accents here and then, but mostly American accents. In this one, for some reason, all the voice actors I've heard so far have had like a Polish accent. Huh. I don't know what that is, and I'm pretty sure a few of the ones I have heard, additional to this, have been um, AI generated voices. Oh, because some of the voice work sounds very like, "Hello, I am in Sanctuary," and it's like, what? Why is that weird? But mm. whatever. Yeah. Oh, well. I know. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. Okay. I'm angry. Blizzard continues to do unfortunate Blizzard things. Yeah, and just charging that much money for it as well. It's it's obscene. But then yeah. at the top of Blizzard, at the top of Blizzard is uh, Bobby Kotick, who is a cunt. <laughs> 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 so there you go. That's my talk about Diablo Four. Um, should we move on? Because yeah. I get annoyed about that. Yeah, Starfield September. Yay. Um. Yeah. Yay. It's wait. Is it PS? So here's the question: Is it coming out on PlayStation? It's coming out on everything, every platform. Oh, is it? Apart okay, from cool. I don't think it's on Switch. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So that's good. Bethesda. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. It will be. I'm. I'm sure it will play like a Bethesda game. So I'll be. I mean, like, if I'm honest, okay. I'm just looking forward to seeing Todd Howard re-release Skyrim every six months. Yeah. Um. So this may put an end to that. Although we'll probably get like Skyrim the. Starfield edition, I'll be like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, can I, can I play Skyrim in Starfield? Probably. Probably. Excellent. Uh, I think that's what you'd want. But either way, that that's good news. I'm looking forward to Starfield, and not for the thousand planets. No one yeah. gives a fuck about that kind of stuff. That is not something that sells a game. What people want is, I'd be happy with five planets that have great content on them. Instead of a thousand planets that are all just, like, random... Partially generated be, nonsense. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. I, you know we'll what? See. I watched... This is not on the same thing, but it's on Bethesda. I watched a f really funny Skyrim YouTube video the other day where it was one streamer basically did a challenge which was like, I'm going to speedrun to try and kill the first dragon in Skyrim, but my chat room, if 
they have like a list of words they can say that will like affect the game. So for for example, if they say the word bears, it will just spawn bears in, <laughs> in the game. Or if they say like it. Sonic, it will just spawn Sonic the Hedgehog and stuff like that. <laughs> like uh, it was very funny because they just because so, there were certain strategies. Like he was asking like his chat to be like, okay, chat, can you just make like loads of like uh beds for me here so i can like ride the beds because of the physics exploit to like ride out of like this area and stuff like that <laughs> and obviously his chat is just like obviously trolling wolverine all yeah. the time yeah oh it's <laughs> so funny but it's a good it's, it's on a youtube channel called doug doug if you're interested oh i mean yeah. to be fair skyrim gave us so much wonderful like community content yes the um, one, stuff, right? yeah. i mean one of the things famously i did there was a early on when skyrim came out when you had all the mods sorry i'm gonna yawn again sorry uh, the, the skyrim nexus the nexus the, the mod tool yes with that first launch there was a button in it that they added temporarily where you could just download x amount of random mods oh that's sick <laughs> and so i pressed it i think i installed it was either 50 or 100 mods and then just loaded the game up, and it was just, it was obscene. That it, it was horrific. It, it crashed after about four minutes, but in that time, <laughs> ev- everything had a penis. Everything had a penis. Um, everything had gigantic anime eyes and gigantic anime boobs. There was trains <laughs> flying around in the air. Brett the Hitman heart was flying through the sky to um, stay alive by the Bee Gees. It was, it was, it was like a moment of. Pure unadulter- unadulterated, like un- unfiltered Adult- chaos. Yeah, unfiltered chaos. is what I was trying yeah. to say. <laughs> it was just, and obviously my computer just hyper crashed. Like it, it was like a memory buffer overrun of like a thousand percent or something, and it just went, nope, can't handle this. <laughs> See, you know what's great now is that you could do that in VR. Yeah, you, you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. That. No, just... don't do that. <laughs> Please just... don't listen to Ollie. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> I'm gonna do a speed run. How fast until I vomit? from installing just, random Skyrim mods. It was just one of those... Things. So I remember as well, they made all... Like, the, the UI was completely different, so it was like a traditional RPG UI. Yes. Uh, and there was like Final Fantasy music playing occasionally, so it was like... Duh, 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 duh. Like it was, it was... It was just... The worst. And there was like... Hatsune Miko was dancing in the distance as well, but she was just there in the distance. And I was just like... <laughs> no, none of this makes any sense. Dude. But yes, that was fun. Uh, that's my favorite Skyrim mod. Just has distant, ha- always having a distant Hatsune. Miku oh no, she, she wasn't always distant. Game. It's just where I was spawned. She was just way off in the distance, but she was giant. No, so but... I was just like, oh. Good I want God. a mod where, like, she is always distant. Like, you can never I'll... get close enough to her. She so what I want, really far what I want away. is a mod where she's always present, but she's just out of view. Yeah. So, you, so she's just out of your cone of vision. Yeah. But you know she's there. So as soon as you turn to look, they just disappear. Yeah, she's gone. No, no, she, she's always just just out of view. Oh. <laughs> always turning, and yeah. just, like they keep moving. You just can't, you can't see her. Oh, you know perfect. she's there. And you get a message every now and again. She's still there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wargroove Two, Ollie, you like these games? You like Advance yeah, Wars? Did you War get Advance Wars, by the way? It's not out yet. Yes, it is. It's not. It's in April. Oh. It's it's a, here's here's my scheduled releases, Clark, for for the next few months. I, I actually got, thought it was out. Sorry. We've got we've got uh, Resident Evil this month. Then next month this sky is Skyrim. Oh my god. Next month is Advance Wars. It could be. There could there could be another edition coming out. It could be. Oh, I played Bioshock. I forgot. I played Bioshock. 
Um, yeah, I downloaded the, the, the remastered versions. Um, I, I, again, I bought the trilogy for like a quid. What do you think? Um, I've played it before, obviously. I've played it in completion, but the, the remastered version is beautiful. Mm. Oh, my God. Like that, that moment where you descend into Rapture for the first time. Yeah. Oh, God. I just forgot how good that was. And for a game that's like 20 million years old, it still looks stunning. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I forgot that's, that's the other game that I played, but yeah. Um, um, so, so yeah. I've got Advance Wars in April, and then there's, a, have you heard of a game called Terra Nil? I forget heard if that's coming it. out, I forget if that's coming out this month or next month, but basically it's like a, uh, reverse, uh, re- reverse factory Oh, game. I know this one. Yes, I, 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 I saw the trailer for this, and I immediately went, yeah. this looks like my kind of game. It, it looks, looks a bit satisfying. like, um... Uh, what was the game? Not Stardew. It looks like something else. Factorio? No, possibly Factorio, but it's not. That's not what I'm thinking of. It looks like something else to me. Hmm. Um, like Dwarf Romantic. Oh bit. yes, yeah, yeah, like little Dwarf bit. Romantic. Yeah, 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 little bit. Yeah. Um, so hmm. I'm very excited to try that game. Also, I just remembered Factorio's on Switch, and that's given me an idea. But anyway, uh, regardless, so we've got Terra Nil, Advance Wars. Then in May we have Tears of the Kingdom. Yep, which I pre-ordered. Yep, and then in using my voucher. And then in June, I'm gonna fall into a Street Fighter Six shaped hole. Oh, I'm well. gonna get Street Fighter Six as well, but yeah. I'm not gonna be playing against you because you're good at fighting games. And I'm, <laughs> like, eat my controller button bashing. Sounds like a lot of people are interested in trying it, like getting into a fighting game. For well, the first don't time, forget, there's an fun. entire generation that had been pushed away from Street Fighter because of it being a PlayStation exclusive. Yes. And now suddenly it's everyone on every platform. Yeah, and it's going to be cross-play. And also, it seems like the single-player yep. and the fun modes look really good as well. Mm. So... It actually looks like a good game. Like, yes. And from what I played of it, I liked it. So. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm excited. But I'm just aware that we've been talking for several hours. Yes. Um, Scream 6, have you seen the reviews? No. Okay, the reviews are good. Okay. Uh, people, are say, people are saying it's the most meta movie uh, in, the, in the series. Uh, it's incredible, blah, blah, blah. I went to see it. It's, it's not. That's all. Oh. It's, it's, oh, no. it's just, they say the word meta a lot in the movie. Yeah. Uh, to the point where it sounds like you're in a presentation from Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, because God. they say the word all the time. Oh, no. um, it's got General Ortega in it, who is the, uh, yes. the current Wednesday, Wednesday yes. in Wednesday. which is, She's done a fantastic job in that. She's fine in this, but the movie itself is kind of bad. Mm. It, just, it just do anything. Like... It talks about how like all oh, the killers are so meta and it does something different every time and they're just the same fucking thing again. Like it's just it's the same movie as mm. it was the last movie. And I'm like it's okay being self aware, but do something with that. Like run with that. Don't just say that you're self aware and then carry on being the same exact movie. Yeah. Like and I don't know. I I, I don't get I, I, the thing is I've had people in a community group that I'm part of go and see it and they've been like, Oh, it's amazing and I'm like why is it amazing? They're just like, it's amazing. I'm like, give me any reason why it's amazing. And they can't give me a reason. Yep. Which feels to me like they've heard the marketing blurb and they've just gone with the marketing blurb. Like, yeah. Look, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting old, but it just, I still think Scream peaked at Scream 3. Like, I, it just got ridiculous. I just hope this isn't me and Puss in Boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you to watch Puss in Boots. You come back and you're like... Oh, I can't stand that. I can't stand that for the franchise, though. I just don't like the push and boots like concept. It annoys me. If okay, if, like, you, oh, if you're not a fan, if you're not a fan of Shrek and push Joy. and boots and stuff, <laughs> yeah, and good films, then like you know, I understand. Wow, wow. Like... 
flight there. <laughs> Bitch. Um, no, I like Shrek. I just didn't really like the Puss in Boots movie, the first one. So yeah, I the first one like was this. not great. I think this one is a lot better. And also, you don't need to have seen the first one at all. Well, this is the thing, is I don't need to see any of these movies. No. These are just nice-to-haves, aren't they? Yes. Like, so, if I don't want to see it, it doesn't, it doesn't change anything. My, my life carries on as normal. To be honest, honestly, if you don't want to watch Puss in Boots in the cinema, even though I think the visuals deserve it, and it's great, uh, yeah, you could probably just watch it on a plane. <laughs> it's that, be that's a what I'm thinking, film. is because I'm probably flying to Texas in, a couple, uh, in like a month or so. Yeah. Um, it might be something I'll just watch on a flight. Like, but it will probably be... Um, if 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 there's a list of movies, it'll probably be the last of the movies that I pick picked from the list. Yeah. Speaking of things that are the last of, see, it's really oh, tried hard to nice. really throw about that in. You see what I was doing there? Nice man. I did. I I got there like two minutes ago, but you cut me off, and I was like, no, damn oh, it! I was trying to make a second. Shit, sorry. It's oh, fine. It's okay. That's it's okay. Great, the conversation's though. been lovely. Uh, last of Us season one. Yes. We're both up to speed, and this is everyone listening, of which there is no one. Um, this is your final warning. We are going to talk full spoilers about season one of The Last of Us, which covers spoilers for the game as well. Um, there is the, the spoilers are completely on the table, so this is your chance to leave the podcast now. Go. Yes. Because now we're talking about spoilers. Ollie. Yeah. It has possibly got the most meta thing I've ever seen happen in, in, in media. And do you know what I'm referring to in the yeah, last it's, episode? Yeah, it's, it's Ellie birthing Ellie. And thank you. You're the only person that's, that's got that. Yeah. Like, I, I, so I spoke to people at work and they're like, yeah, it's really cool that the voice actress for Ellie's in it as well. I'm like, no, that's not the point. And they're yeah. like, well, that's pretty meta. I'm like, what does she do? And they're like, she has a baby. Yeah. I'm like, oh, just keep thinking for a minute. Like, oh, yeah. you bloody morons. It's, like, Ellie, it's Ellie giving birth to herself. Yeah, so you know how in a lot of recent franchise pieces that they've killed off actors to pass the torch over to the next like group of actors? Yes. This is exactly what that is, but in the most respectful possible way. Yeah. Like, I, I just love what they did there. I'm so happy with that. Yeah, it was great. It was great, and was and cool. and this, the the show itself, oh, just so good. Yeah, the show. I, I want to hear good. your opinions on it, it. Okay, it's interesting that they gave context to why Ellie is immune magic. to to the thing because, she's like, magic. yeah, she's magic. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's magic, but you know, summon summoning mutation from the mother womb, summon summon whatever. Anyway, well, because when she was in the womb, um, she got bit and. She bit the umbilical cord just after she got bit. Yes. Do you remember? Yeah. She like cut it with the knife. Yes. Which, which suggests a tiny bit of the cordyceps got into Ellie. Yeah. While she was still forming, and if you remember, cordyceps lives in the brain. Yes. Which is why Joel kills everyone at the end and kills all the. Uh, which I was talking to someone that's never played The Last of Us before, and he's like, "What the fuck happened there?" Joel just starts shooting a random nurse, and I was like, "Go and play the game." <laughs> yeah. Because it's the same. It happens in the game as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like that. I like the little explanation. Also, the the backstory of um, uh, her girlfriend. Yes, I forgot Riley. her name. Riley. Riley, thank you. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. I think that happens in the DLC. I never played the DLC. No, I never but... played the DLC either. Yeah. It's, it's left behind, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I think they do explore that. Episode that. Was called left behind. Yes, yeah. They explore yeah. that in the in the DLC. But um, yeah, I thought it was a fantastic adaptation of the game. Arguably so better. Good. Like as in like the story is just better than the game version. I think it gives... I was gonna gonna say the same thing. Yeah, it does better to like flesh out the characters and also make them more realistic. Because the problem with The Last of Us One is it has the uh, I'm gonna talk about the stupid game what's it called? Um 
there's like a uh, narrative yeah, dissonance. There's like a dissonance between the fact that Joel is this person who's like this care. It's like the same thing that happens in Uncharted. It's like Nathan Drake is this happy-go-lucky person, but also murders hundreds of people. <laughs> like and you don't think about that while it's happening. You're just like, yeah, he's shooting. Whee! Yes, like same with like uh, in Last of Us. They explore it a little bit, I guess. But like you know, the fact that in Last of Us, like when you're playing the game, like you kill a lot of people. Like I mean, you wipe out thousands of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Whereas, like in in at least in the show, like it was a more realistic take on that, obviously, because it had to be. And also, Pedro Pascal did a great job of like humanizing Joel a little bit more. Like the whole element of like when he's talking to Tommy and talking about how he's gonna, he doesn't want to like let Ellie down and all these other things, and like he seems like more of a human uh, and shows more vulnerability, which he does not do in the game whatsoever no because he, i mean also he's a ps3 character so yes. they were quite limited with what they could make him do i'm not trying to make excuses for it you're very right no no no. but this is what i mean and i think it's good right because it's recontextualizing the character so that it seems like a more realistic person rather than this like weird i mean joel is still good in the game but even nowadays in modern stan like modern takes and stuff like that it's like we can do better you know what i mean like yeah, I, I think it's cool so like um because, you know, the problem is that The Last of Us, like, people, were, you know, obviously when The Last of Us 2 came out, uh, and then they obviously, well, spoilers for The Last of Us 2, if you're still listening to this. Um, um, hang on. I haven't played The Last of Us 2. <laughs> do you know what happens at the beginning? I know about Joel. Yes, that's what I was going to talk about. Yeah. yeah, I know that bit. People really didn't like that. Of course but they I think... didn't, because, uh, because, well, one... You know, toxic masculinity online. Yes, that's what I mean. This is, yeah. and and this is this is what I mean, right? Is that like the way that Joel is portrayed in Last of Us One makes what happens in Last of Us Two more realistic, I think. And that's why I think, because I've seen a lot of people being like, "Oh no, people are gonna hate season two of this show," and I'm sure there will be if they do adapt it into the game. Like, I'm sure there will be a bunch of people who do like it still as well. Well, are you are you telling me that fans of media. Uh, aggressive and angry about things. Oh, yeah, dude. What are you saying? Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, sorry, man. I, I think I overstepped. Spoiler alert, everyone. <laughs> I overstepped a little bit, man. Shit. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Uh, actually, you know what? Never mind. Didn't see that one coming. No, never mind. Never mind. Come on. <laughs> no, but basically, I think it's going to give better context for them to go into season two. I think. I well, think I just, I, I know optimistic. I can't wait for season two. Like, yeah. Uh, and and also, so we we we've been again in one of my communities. Um, we've been having a discussion quite at length about how uh, the, the the show creators have said there's only going to be two seasons. And I'm like, I don't think you understand how money works. There is going to be way more than two seasons. They're probably going to split the second game up into two separate seasons. No, no, no. And then immediately they announced we're probably going to be fitting the second, the second game into two seasons. I was like, yeah, yes, because this is how money works. Yes, of course. <laughs> also, the second game's really fucking long. <laughs> yeah, it is long. And, and I'm actually looking forward to it because I've not played it. Mm. And I don't plan to play the second game because I... I'm told like it does drag on a bit. Yeah, it does a little bit. And and the the first game, the bit I hated about the first game was the game. Yeah. Um. So the story loved, but the gameplay I hated. Yeah, that's fair. It it just felt irritating to constantly get to these bits where I'm like, oh, this is intriguing. Oh god, another zombie stealth section. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and it was janky as well. It wasn't perfect. Yeah. Um. And and people are like, oh, the gameplay is iconic, and I'm like, oh, shut up! Like, the 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 story is iconic, and the characters are. Yes. The gameplay is just throwaway. Like, I think. No one cares, but... I so as much as I love the gameplay, like 
I think another cool thing that the show did is like, you know, that whole thing of like, oh, but the gameplay is so cool and these other things and blah, blah, blah. And the reason, and kind of one of the reasons people like the gameplay of The Last of Us is that it's kind of like, it's, it's very violent. It's a violent ass game. Very violent. <laughs> yes, it's very violent. The game, the game is very violent. So, I mean, you like, remember the, the the reveal trailer for Last of Us Two, don't you? Where they yes. smash that girl. Is it the, they break her arms? Yes. Yeah, they clip, yeah. They clip her wings. Clip her wings. Let's clip a butterfly's wings. And yes. Snap like, her arms. It's a it's a violent and very shocking game in terms of like hmm. what happens. Whereas I think the Last of like this is why I think the TV show is good because it didn't use violence in a shocking way like even in the bits where joel was violent like it was for a reason and they kind of did like you know like they cut away from things and it's more about how the violence affects the characters rather than the shock value of the violence itself which i think is well, much that's, better that's storytelling like, like but that's what i like about the whole last of us universe it's it's sort of similar to how the walking dead does it as well mm. it's not about the violence it's about the impact of it yes exactly and I, I, I see the Last of Us series going similar a direction to The Walking Dead, where we thought it was going to be two seasons, it turned out to be 20 seasons of nonsense and bollocks. Mm. I, I don't think it's going to be 20 seasons, I think it's probably going to be four seasons, I, I think. I would be interested to see, because there's a lot more stuff they can do to flush out, uh, flesh out the... Um... Second, sorry, the like the what what the second game sets up, like they've got a lot of backdrop to explore a lot more things, which is cool. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I mean, I won't spoil anything because you haven't played the game. But um, well, it's not whether, coming out to the end of twenty twenty four though. So whether they do like you know like another season that's not even set in the game, if you get what I mean, like a side story or something, that would be interesting. Um, to see if mm. they try and do something TV completely TV original. Well, um, I think the they might do. Universe. I think they might do a spin off like Joey and Friends, where they just <laughs> not not Joey and Friends. Um, what am I talking about? Uh, where where they, they it's completely separate yes. two characters in, in the same universe. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know they did that episode with Bill and Frank. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I think there might something be something like, like that. that because also they're absolutely going to release the director's cut version of that because it's apparently two hours long. Oh really? Oh, yeah, cool. and even they said like they said even the two hour version of it we didn't want to cut any of it out because it was all so good but they had to to get it down to fit in the TV window. Yeah. Um, but there is there is a guaranteed two hour version of that which is absolutely going to get released. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I need to watch it. I'm, I plan to watch it again the, the 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 standard version of the episode. But I cried four times through that episode. They like, could probably release it as a movie. It, uh, easily, that could have been the Last of Us movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started about that. I got so angry. Oh, <laughs> Same no. as San Junipero could have been the... Or San Junipero or the Space Shuttle episode of uh, Black Mirror could mm. have been the movies for that show. Or the Chris... Have you seen the Christmas special of Black Mirror? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. It's it's one of the most harrowing, hard-to-watch things on TV. And it's, it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like, on a whole different level. So, you know how The Last of Us is... Uh, not The Last of Us. Um, uh, Black Mirror has got all these, like, every episode kind of focusing on a different piece of technology that, if it evolves, will end up doing something terrible to society, and this yes. is what happens. Yes. All of those technologies all... Are, I mean, it, it's not really a spoiler, because I don't think this is a spoiler, but all those technologies are all kind of existing in the same universe, they're in the same world. Yeah. So every now and again, there's an episode where all the technologies are being used in different ways, and the, the Christmas special is just brilliant. Mm. Like, 
you have to watch it, man. Like you, re- but you can't watch it until you've watched seen all the other episodes. I was guessing, right? Most of them, like yeah. some of them are like bottle episodes. So it doesn't matter, but you do, you do have to kind of get an understanding of what the technology does and how it's been used. Yeah. Otherwise, you, I don't think you'll have a good experience. Interesting. Like, okay. But you, you really should. This isn't like me recommending Lost because I know I'm obsessed with it. No, no, this no, is, no, 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 no. This is like genuine catch-all great TV. Like it's, it's just great. Yeah, I should sit down and watch all of. Black Mirror, because I've only seen like That's a bunch. Of, I've only, I've seen a bunch of episodes, but not seen like all of it. All of it the, so. the funny part is it as well is is you know the first season was like in the nineties, yes, or early noughties or whatever it was. The the latest seasons and all of the the following seasons from that still refer to it. Mm. They reference back, which is which is brilliant. Like that there's cool. a song in in the in the first season. There's an episode like an X Factor style episode, and one of the characters sings this song. And that song is played in the background of episodes later on, like just oh, as like that's a pop cool. song, yeah, which is kind of cool. It's, it's just like a nod, you know. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and Maybe some of the stories from the episodes are news articles in the later episodes. That's always cool. Which is great. Like yeah. the universe feels real. I mean, because it's supposed to be our universe. So yes. Um, but I've gone way off topic, and I think we've talked enough. Um, I, yeah. however, I am going to say that I've just noticed that Resident Evil Four Remake is getting ten out of ten across the board. Yes, I'm Amazing. very excited for it. I'm ready. I'm ready to play Resident Evil 4 again, 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 again. So, what's the name of the virus in 4? Is it? Uh, Las Plagas. Las Plagas. Las Plagas. Las Plagas. And it's the one with the um, the merchant. What are you? Yeah, what are you what buying? Are, that guy. Dude, I can't buying? wait to see him again. What are you buying? Yes, Plaga or Las Plagas. Anyway, in terms of things that we're buying, we're not buying any more time on the podcast. So we're not going to pay for it. <laughs> that was a shit Um But I'm going to close this up, Ollie, because yes. we've been talking for a long time. But this close has been up. episode 76 of the Sunfire Tavern, closing up like a like a professional surgeon. Yeah, I was um, say, yeah. Our podcast for Gamers and Geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV. This week, we have talked about Persona 5, the Phantom X mobile game. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo coming to Xbox Game Pass in a few weeks' time, which we're very excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tekken 8, which we're very excited about, and Versus Street Fighter 6, which we're very excited about. Yeah. Um, Square Enix's new NFT game, which we're not very excited about. Uh, and CSGO 2, which I think Ollie might be a little bit excited about. I'm interested. I'm interested. Diablo 4, which I wanted to be excited about, but now I'm not. Uh, Starfield, which we are excited about. I don't know why I'm <laughs> saying it like this. Wargroove 2, which Ollie is excited about, and I'm interested in. Uh, Scream 6, which I was excited about, and then I got there and I was not excited about it because it was kind of poor. And then The Last of Us, which was exciting. I was excited about it. I got to the end of it, and my excitement was justified. I yeah. couldn't think of the word. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's been us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tab and listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and whichever other podcast platform you can find us on. And if you want to send us a question or comment, we really do hope that you do. Uh, you can do it from the Google form, which you can see in the podcast information blurb linked above or below, depending on where, I don't know, above or below my voice? Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, Ollie, <laughs> shut up. Uh, have you got anything else you want to say before we close up? Uh, no, I hope everybody has a lovely week slash month, and I guess we'll see you guys in the next episode. Oh, oh and for those in the UK, happy Mother's Day. Oh, yes, happy Mother's Day. Yeah, happy mums. Yeah. Um, All right. Bye. See you, everybody. Bye, 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 bye